What's going on guys? Just another critic here. Welcome back to the channel. It's week seven and we're going into our week seven predictions starting here with Oklahoma taking on Texas number six verse 11 Red River Red River rivalry and um, this game is on paper supposed to be a neutral site game but obviously it's at the Cotton Bowl and that's in Dallas Texas so this is practically a home game for Texas uh, for those of you betting on this game Oklahoma three and two against the spread Texas three and two against the spread both of these teams, obviously phenomenal uh, athletes on both sides of the ball. Let's go ahead and touch on the statistics very quickly, and then we can go ahead and jump into my own thoughts. Right now, Oklahoma averaging 53 points per game, allowing 19 points per game. Offensively, putting up 355 through the air, 288 on the ground. Defense allowing 197 through the air and 150 on the ground. Texas, on the other hand, offense averaging 41 points per game, allowing 26 points per game. On offense, passing, uh, putting up 308 through the air and 175 on the ground. Defense right now, allowing 325 through the air and 116 on the ground. And so obviously the big statistic that jumps out to you is 325 um, being allowed per game by that Texas defense. And that's frustrating because I mean I could see you know I could understand how that would happen versus a team like LSU but when you're allowing a team like Louisiana Tech to throw for 340 on you and then you get West Virginia going for 367 just a week ago it's not that's not a good sign going into into this game with Oklahoma who's obviously got multiple threats on the outside with C.D. Lamb with, you know, Calcaterra at tight end, then, you know, Charleston Ramble, and then possibly even Jaden uh, Hazelwood, who's probably going to play, a, play a, a decent part in this game and probably get some a good amount of reps in this game. And so, you know, not to say that Texas doesn't have uh, their own set of weapons. And at the same time, really, Oklahoma hasn't really seen a high-powered offense from the Big 12 just yet, right? They started with Houston, where they allowed 31 points. And if really, you can argue if Houston had gotten like gotten starter started quicker offensively, they might have made that game a bit closer than it ended up being. But we're not going to play with what ifs or you know all that good stuff. The game ended 49-31. Played South Dakota, allowed 14. Really, Houston was the best offense they faced all season long, arguably, up until this point. And they practically gave up the most points to that team. And so coming into this game facing, you know, Texas, we got Sam Ellinger. They got Colin Johnson. They've got Devin DuVernay. They've got the, the up-and-comer and Brennan Eagles. As far as the run game goes, they've basically been rotating through two guys in Ingram and Roshan Johnson. And then you've got Sam Ellinger, who's obviously going to have some some power right and some power left, and even some scramble plays where he, you know, obviously just does what he does as a as a dual threat quarterback. And so this offense of Texas, we know they're explosive. They've got the guys. They're making the plays right now. They did it versus a very good LSU team, and so 
while Oklahoma, they have been playing much better than I expected them to play defensively. And I know they haven't played any, you know, incredible offenses up until this point. And this will be the best offense they've faced up until this point. I am still, um, I'm still impressed with their defense. Because if we look at if we look at some of the teams that they've already played this year and we take a look at how they matched up versus those teams a year ago, right? Kansas, Texas Tech. Texas Tech was they put them they put Oklahoma in a in a very close game. Um and then Kansas dropped I think forty points on Oklahoma a season ago. So while while they haven't really faced any high powered offenses just yet they were struggling to contain these lower-tiered Big 12 teams. And so allowing just 16 to Texas Tech and 22 Kansas is definitely a step up from a season ago where they were allowing well over, you know, 30 points to these teams versus Texas Tech and Kansas. And so going into this matchup, obviously they're going to see a lot better athletes, a lot more explosive players. And so there's, we're really going to get our answer whether or not this defense is as good as, you know, we might think they, they might be. Not necessarily that we think they're great, but we think they have improved, or at least I do, right? And you just look at the statistics. Just look at the statistics. Compare last year to this year. They're allowing 19 points per game on defense up until this point, and less than 200 yards per game through the air and 150 yards on the ground. This is kind of unheard of at Oklahoma. And so it's it's a really good sign, obviously. And um, so we'll see. We'll see, right? This matchup is going to answer a lot of questions for both teams. I think we already know that both of these both of these teams are going to come out here and, and put up some points. It's most likely going to be a shootout. And... If it isn't, it's probably just going to be one of those games that nobody could really uh, put together consistent drives and it kind of just turned into, you know, like a 31 to 27 type of game and just didn't end up being as high scoring as we thought it would. Those happen sometimes. But as far as this this matchup goes, based on what we know right now, um, Texas, like I said, practically practically playing at home in Dallas, Texas. Um, at the end of the day, if, if they're going to have a chance at winning this game, they're practically going to have to sell out on the run. Because right now, Oklahoma's, like I said, they're putting up 288 per game on the ground. 288 per game on the ground. If you can do that consistently versus anybody, you're going to find success passing the ball. And so if they if they aren't able to, you know, slow down that run game, Jalen Hurts is going to have a field day. Because they're just going to be running those RPOs, those read options, and basically drawing in the linebackers, right? Drawing down the safeties, pulling everybody down closer to the line of scrimmage. And then next thing you know, Jalen's pulling the ball and he's hitting a deep ball or he's he's hitting a, a quick slant. And with these guys, they're they're just as good as the other wide receivers in the in the country. You know, these guys are just as comparable to, you know, Jerry Judy or Devonta Smith in their yard after catch uh, ability, right? They can break away and, and make make a five-yard catch into a 30-yard gain or into a 50-yard touchdown. So if they can't slow down this run game of Oklahoma, they really got no shot at it. So 
if if it was me, my opinion, I would just sell out on the run, sell out on the run. But at the same time, when when that mesh point comes, you've got to go. You've got to go after if you can. When you're meeting uh, Jalen and the running back at the mesh point, you've got to do your best to just blow that play up before it even gets started. I mean, I know it's 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 much easier said than done. Um, but I think that's what it's going to take, selling out on the run and, and really just making Jalen beat you, um, putting your bets putting your bets on, on Jalen and, and making him pick you apart and sitting guys deep, um, sitting your safeties deep and, and not allowing him to get any big plays because essentially what you're, what you're wanting to try and do is to make Jalen Hurts pick you apart. And so obviously... You're not going to be able to stop this stop this offense for four quarters. That's just not that's just not realistic when you're playing against Oklahoma. So you really all you're going to be able to do is slow them down. And in this game, it's it's just going to come down to one to two stops or one or two turnovers, one or two plays. That's just how that's just how it is. Um, and that's why when Oklahoma runs into one of these you know more elite defenses, they they're really kind of just out of luck because. In the past, their defense hasn't been able to play lights out and come in clutch for them. So it's always been offensive dependent. And so if the offense gets slowed down or stifled just for one or two drives, that most of the time is all it takes for the opponent, you know, like a Texas or like a LSU or like a Alabama, whoever it may be, that's, that's the only opportunity they need to get that one score which would take them, you know, maybe a touchdown or one possession ahead of Oklahoma. And so as far as this game goes, I think Texas has the athletes to spy Jalen Hurts and to keep him in the pocket and hold him in the pocket. Um, But you can't just let him sit back there because the route combinations and the route concepts that uh, Lincoln Riley draws up is just if you give him time, there will be someone open. Regardless, there will be someone open. It's very rare that you're going to get a coverage sack versus Oklahoma because not only uh, are Lincoln Riley's schemes just drawn up so, you know, so detailed into a way that um, he puts his guys into positions to succeed, but at the same time, these wide receivers are also smart and know where they just know which zones to pick and which zones to sit in. And so, um, you can't let him sit back there. I like I said, I don't think uh, you're putting yourself in a good position to win if you think you're going to get a coverage sack versus this team. And so they've got to apply pressure. Really, that's that's critical in any matchup. Applying pressure to the quarterback, you can't allow him to sit back there. And um, if he does leave the pocket, I do think Texas has you know the athletes to spy him to spy him once he leaves. Attack, close that down, close the space. But as far as Texas's game plan, they just have to keep everything in front of them. Make Jalen pick them apart. Uh, you know, like I said, sell out on the run game. And so this is going to be a great game. I. It's kind of crazy that the that right now the spread at one point was I think eleven and a half, ten and a half, and so the, right now the spread's moving. But that's that's crazy. Because Texas, we know what they bring to the table offensively. Oklahoma, we know that their defense hasn't been tested yet. And so this is going to be the biggest test, a home game for Texas. It's going to be insane. Um, My final score, I have Texas winning this game. 
Um, not that I don't think, like I said, this game can go either way. But Texas playing in Texas, I'm going to have to go with the Longhorns. I'm going to have to go with the Longhorns. My final score is 38 to 34. Once again, my final score, Texas wins 38 to 34. Um, but like I said, Oklahoma can easily go ahead and run away with this game. But this is just one of those games where uh, a lot of people are writing off Texas. It's insane that they're doing that. And with the with the set of athletes that they have, I think it's just something that Oklahoma is going to come into this game and they're going to have to get caught up to speed as far as playing against better competition. And I think Texas will jump out to maybe a, a one or two possession lead. And that's kind of what, what will set the tone for the game. And obviously Oklahoma is going to battle back. But like I said, in these games, if you can get ahead one or two possessions, that is critical to to the end result because essentially it's it's unlikely that either team is going to end up stopping each other when they have the ball in their hands and so for those reasons and for the things that i've already talked about and covered i have texas winning this game i'll be covering three other matchups for week seven but with that being said guys appreciate appreciate you for listening and supporting the channel hope you guys have a great rest of your day evening or night this is just another critic peace stay prepared for the up and down life is like a seesaw some say it's a bitch man i couldn't agree more one minute to wrong talk